Hello and welcome to Fae Finders, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast navigating listeners into the vague and supernatural. My name is Ashley Elizabeth and I will be your dungeon master for Campaign Island. And with me is the stupendous Sam. Hello. The outstanding Austin. Oh my god, I'm here guys. The amazing Amencio. Hello. The Radical Rachel. Hello. <laughs> and last but not least, the cool Kai. Oh my god, I can't believe you made me do this. <laughs> <laughs> now, let us continue, or sorry, let us return to the island. I didn't realize how much they phrased the end of their just sentences as questions. It's, just <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. Up-speak. Yeah. All right. What's up, so. speak? <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, mm-mm. I see, I see what you're doing there. Never mind. <laughs> Don't fall for it, Ashley. No. <laughs> I know what up dog is. <laughs> <laughs> really? Do you? Yes. Well, well then what's up dog? <laughs> Nothing much, how much, about you? How about you? <laughs> you fell into the trap. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, so last time you all returned to the Feywild, or so you returned from the Feywild, uh, and tried to warn Ramona about the end of the world in a quite unconventional way. <laughs> um, you then did your research on the Archbay, as well as visited Madame Hilda Crypt, who was very unwelcoming. Uh, she shared that, yes, she is aware of the prophecy, but couldn't, you know, really care much about the end of the world. Um, she gave you some advice and sent you on your way, and then you visited Baba Yaga to make a deal, and you each exchanged your darkest secret and your deepest desire for her allegiance to the Queen of Air and Darkness. Afterwards, you decided you need a good beach <laughs> and just <laughs> strolled on over to the Summer Court. Uh, the Fae on that side of the Feywild were not very pleased to see any unseelie court members, uh, including Titania, and that is where we left you. So you have Titania, the beautiful- she is uh, g- gorgeous, by the way. Yeah, Styx is just standing with her bare feet in the water, just not paying attention, looking out into the ocean like, yeah, yeah, this is life right now. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be staring at Fred like uh, your aunt or whatever your problem. <laughs> <laughs> I will stand up. I will shift into the form of uh, the Queen of Air and Darkness. Do a little oh. curtsy and then shift back into myself and say hello and then bow. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When you say shift into yourself, do you mean, like, Fred? Fred, yeah. Okay. Okay. 
I give me a second to think about this. <laughs> I still have the antlers as the Queen of Air and Darkness. Mm-hmm. Her arms are kind of crossed uh, from when she was like, "Hello." Uh, right. May I ask what you are doing here in the Sealy Court? Well, we're taking in the sun, evidently. Listen, I am not opposed to having those of the unseelie court in my summer court. Not everyone is is welcoming, uh, obviously. Um, but I do need some clarification, considering unseelie don't normally come here for good intentions. Well, you know us, Fade, fickle beings that we are, we... Just figured a, a jaunt to the beach would be nice after some rather stressful stressful endeavors, rather, uh, in the unseely side of things. And what perhaps would that unpleasant dealings be? Oh, you know, every encounter with the Baba Yaga is going to be some form of unpleasant, so we thought we could unwind, de-stress. Oh, you, oh, you poor things! And you see, like, she softens <laughs> up really quickly. <laughs> um, oh, would you... Someone get them a beach umbrella! <laughs> and someone, like, runs over and puts it in the ground. I turn to everyone else and just kind of, like, shrug and then turn back to Titania. Does she seem, like, actually sincere? Or is this, like, a, oh, boo-hoo, tell me what's actually going on? Uh, roll insight. All right. Let's see. Oh, that's cocked. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, that is a two to start with. So <laughs> six. Uh, she seems extremely sincere to you. Cool. So do you want... I can't offer you mimosas, can I? Probably not. Probably okay. not. But s seeing as you're here, there is something that I'd like to discuss with you, actually. Uh, alright, what would that be? Well, now you see... I don't know if I've introduced myself. Uh, I'm Riss, uh, heir of air and darkness, the, the prince of air and darkness of the Unseelie Court, and, um... Well, it, it's my mother, you see. She wants to end the world. Ah, uh, yes, she's been trying to take over for quite a while, though I have refused to wage any war. Yes, well, you see, she, she's taken to some more extreme measures. Um, there, there's a prophecy and, and everything that goes along with that, and well, she, she's currently amassing power to wipe out existence. Uh, nephew, I, I ask you to clarify, when you say existence, you mean like everything? Yes, yes, the, the whole universe, in fact. Um, you know, if, we, if we'd like to step away for a bit and maybe speak somewhere a little more private, uh, it, it may be apt, and I kind of subtly glance back towards Bree and Jeffrey. Uh, yes, well, you can all certainly, um, you know, take a rest here. We'll get you some beach towels. Do you just want it to be us two, or do you want to bring your friends? I'd very much like to bring my friends, actually. 
All right, all right. So, um, what is that? That's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, all right. Just, just, just the uh, the five of us, as as it were. Uh, I turn to Bree and Jeffrey, and I say, Bree, Jeffrey, um, feel free to make use of our towels. We're we're going on a stroll. Uh, of course, um, your majesty. Ah, ah, Jeffrey pulls out some sunglasses and puts them on. <laughs> Hell yeah. You see he ripped his shirt off. He's like, <laughs> someone handed him sunscreen and it's just going all over. For some reason, he's got like a Hawaiian button up like underneath. He's like, I'm ready. <laughs> he's got a yeah, little yeah, like, yeah. like floaty ring around his waist. Been waiting for centuries for this day. <laughs> He's just like blowing into a flamingo f- uh, waist floaty. Just if if you say so, and and Bree kind of sits down like on a beach towel with like knees up, kind of just like patting his kneecaps. <laughs> uh, right, of course. Um, children, please, come this way. And she's very dramatic with her arm movements to Tanya. And she starts heading towards this, you see this just giant, glorious, um, sort of bright castle. And there's this sort of, um, how do I describe this? This, this sort of walkway that is lined with autumn trees. And you can see that just walking through there, the color of Titania's hair is shifting into sort of an autumn color to match the trees uh, as you walk towards the castle. Would you like to go into the, the into the garden? That would be lovely. Everyone would be like to go into the garden. I think I'd, so. Sure. I'd be very interested to see what type of flora you keep in the Feywild. You are brought out sort of into this um, kind of this maze of shrubbery and are led into the middle of the maze, uh, which is also very full of much roses and gardenias and just very beautiful flowers. Um, And there is a little table and tea is being set up for the six of you. How delightful. Uh, Titania sits down and she gestures for all of you to follow. I I follow suit and sort of make eye contact with everyone and I'll I'll sit down as well I'm gonna kind of be looking at the flowers as well be taking a seat well I just I it is very nice to meet you I didn't know I had a nephew that's so exciting um this is great what can I help you with well, you see, as I mentioned before, uh, my mother wants to end the world, and well, you see, uh, myself and don't don't tell him that I told you this, but the the Prince of Frost as well would like not to see the world end, and we were wondering if we can maybe rely on you to intervene if necessary. Oh, um, and how uh, how would you like me to do that? A- any way that you can think of, really. I quite honestly didn't think I'd get this far. Um, But your assistance would be very, very helpful. Obviously, my mother is quite powerful, and, well, the only person I can think of that could match her power or or exceed it would be yourself. I I do believe the only reason why 
your mother, my sister, has not succeeded in taking over the Seely Court is due to my power. Um, I am revered as the strongest of the Archfey, and though that has created a rift between my sister and I, I do see it as at least peace. Well, it's a, about to become very fragile, this peace, if the prophecy is fulfilled, which, according to Merlin, I don't know if you know the, the man yourself, but according to Merlin, who, who is a very powerful wizard, again, for reference, if you, you do, don't know who Merlin is, um, well, he's foreseen the end of the world. It is, well, it's going to happen. But we, and I kind of gesture to everyone seated at this table, are doing our best to make that as positive an experience as possible. All right, well... Hmm. Well... I'm sorry, I've just, I've really tried to keep things peaceful for so long. I have to apologize um, for my composure. Um, right, so you are wanting my help in... I don't understand. You said the world's going to end. How do you change that? We can change what comes out of it, what comes after. My mother would see herself set up as the queen of all the Feywild and would see the material plane cast aside. She cares little for it. We care very much about the material plane. It's where most of us are from. And as such, we aren't entirely delighted by my mother's plan. Um, she's working alongside uh, Morgana Le Fay, the mother of monsters, other unnamed powerful beings that want to see the world end so they can recreate it in their own image. Was it my sister that came up with this plan? No. I wouldn't be able to say. Again, there are others who we do not know about who may have pulled more strings, but nevertheless, she's very on board with it and is, is playing quite a major role. Gladius uh, told me that it was his sister that got... Who did? Um, the, the mother of monsters, your highness. Uh, we've given him a bit of a nickname, Gladius. I see. And it is his sister. Uh, supposedly. Um, if if I may ask, Your Highness, um, one thing that you may be able to help us with is, would if your sister were to try and take over the world, do you think she would send Faye to fight in the material, or like in our world? It is a good probability, yes. Is there a possibility? Is is there a do you know of a way we could possibly stop those Fae from traveling to our world or temporarily stop travel between the two worlds? 
you would have to... Uh, temporarily is... Permanent and temporary is quite um, a loose term. You can completely cut off planes from certain other planes, though for how long and how lasting is, is another question. It, it takes a lot of power to just drop that connection. And if you drop that connection, you lose any sort of magical bind between the two. All ties are severed. Right. And... See... We need to... We need to do something to limit the area of effect for when this takeover happens. However, I also feel hesitant saying that we should cut off an entire plane from each other. Especially when, Fred, this is where you're from. Well, I sort of have a foot in both planes for the time being. Okay. Another thing is... You must understand, I grieve for my sister. I grieve for the person that she's become. I do not hate her. But... If all is to end... I don't wish to enact war. And getting in, in the way of my sister's plans, in her eyes, will. Is Do you see my predicament? Yes, you can't publicly or in any major noticeable way interfere with her plans or provide us any support. But is there a way that you could covertly give us that support? At the moment, it's just the five of us really against these powerful, powerful beings and we're only teenagers. Um, it, it, with all due respect, uh, Your Highness, any support that you could lend, any power that you could lend, would, well, it would go a long way. A long way farther than where we are now, at least. Maybe we could use your wisdom. You seem incredibly powerful and very knowledgeable, of course, as queen, so... Maybe if we could come to you with, with questions, you could advise us as someone much ahead of us in these kinds of affairs. I am I'm certainly willing to give advice. You must understand that everything does come with a price, but I'm not I'm not like the Baba Yaga, if that makes sense. Um there have been many who have followed me in the past and have come to me for assistance and through them I can give them the power that they need to push forward and I, co I could offer one of you the opportunity to use my power and in the greatest time of need uh, and I cannot guarantee your personal safety, 
In the greatest time of need, I can push back against my sister. That's really all we can ask of you. Thank you, uh, Your Highness. If it's a deal that needs to be cut, I'm... As heir of air and darkness, I'm ready to make it. Your own scion, after all, did turn coat to the unseelie court, and well, it is rather ironic that I'm coming you, coming to you for aid now, is it not? Like two sides of the same coin. Exactly. Like a a dream I once had. Oh. A dream. There was a dream, and well before I realized where I came from and what I was, but in that dream I I met with the Prince of Frost, and he showed me a, a coin. And on either side of the coin uh, was myself and him. And two sides of the same coin we are. Well, maybe that means that my son might one day come back to me. We can only hope. Yes. Well, do you... Um, do you, heir of Erin Darkness, pledge yourself to me, Titania the Summer Queen? I... I do. And in this pledge, you pledge yourself to, in return, gain power from my archfey arcane. And in return, you shall... What do I want? These deals always go back and forth. You can understand. Yes. There has to be a price. Give and take. Of course. Um... In return, what could you offer me? Well, I am in the unseelie court, after all, so if there's anything that you'd like me to do while I'm there, feel free to ask. Any tasks that you need doing in the material plane, I, I do tend to spend a lot of time there myself. Well then, uh, Prince of Air and Darkness, you pledge yourself to me and bring yourself as my agent of the material and both unseely court and in exchange I shall give you my my powerful archfey arcane do we have a deal this deal comes with your support in our time of utmost need correct absolutely then we have a deal she puts out her very elegant very beautiful summary hand I put out my hand, but can I make it appear like the Queen of Air and Darkness's hand, where it's all kind of, like, filled with, with twilight and stars? Sure. Yeah. And, and I, you, you shake hands, and she very much, like, rubs your hand a bit and looks it over, and then hands it back to you. I, I take it back, and it turns back into Fred's hand. All right, well... I guess I have things to prepare. <laughs> um, is there anything else I can do for you? Actually, yes, there is one more thing. We're about to meet with a Nephion, some oh. sort of bat fay. If you have any mm -hmm. advice, we could really use it. Um, 
Um, Nathan, <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Nathan likes bats. <laughs> so we've been told. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, right. Uh, he lives in a dark castle, like a vampire, and it's Nephion. (laughs) Very helpful, your majesty. (laughs) Thank you. Don't expect anything normal. That's all I can say. (laughs) We'll take that under account, under advice. Thank you. Yes. Um... Anything else? No. No, I, I believe that that about does us. Thank you. All right. Now, I think you should head back to the Unseelie Court before anyone um, sort of figures out any sort of dealings that we've had. And please keep me updated. As you wish. Um, shall we take our leave? Uh, yes, and she sort of takes you out of the the garden, and you also kind of notice, like, as she's walking and smiling at people, flowers are blooming all around her, like, this is just, like, a really pretty, like, (laughs) (laughs) this is really pretty, you know? Really pretty. Um, but you head back to the beach, and Bree is just sort of sitting there, still awkwardly, like... (laughs) You see, um, you see Jeffrey tanning his ass. Like he's having a great time. Incredible. <laughs> There's like a ladger nearby watching, and they're like, "Oh dear God!" Right, uh, Bree, Jeffrey. Um, <clears throat> I have arranged matters so that Titania will not interfere with my mother's plans, and. She- she is safe to go about ending the world. <laughs> and Jeffrey's kind of like doing like the hang loose. <laughs> nice. And Bree, Bree stands up, like pats his knee, stands up and like, all right, uh, would you like us to bring you back to the Unseelie Court, please? That would be lovely, actually, Bree. That would be wonderful. We, we have one more stop to make, I do believe. Goody. All right. Where are we heading to next? Uh, to the home of Nephion. Oh, all right. That's great. Jeffrey, let... Oh, Jeffrey. <laughs> take us, take it away. Probably makes him wish that we stayed in the Sealy Court instead. <laughs> he probably... Um, <laughs> he's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um... But Jeffrey kind of puts his pants back on. Um, he he puts his like proper attire on and heads back on his little horse. And you all get back on your horses and head to Nephion. And you head down this dark cavern with all these little glowing mushrooms along the side. And you kind of see this extremely large Victorian-Edwardian sort of mixture-esque a castle with a large spiral a spire in the middle. Um, it is very dark, it is very dreary in here, and that spire seems to almost reach the roof. Can I take one of the glowing mushrooms? Oh, you wanna take one of the mushrooms? Yeah, I wanna take a glowy boy. 
Take a glowy boy. Thank you. And put it in my pocket. Put it in your packet. Save it for a rainy day. <laughs> Indeed. I would also <laughs> like to take a glowy mushroom. They can look I, cool. Gonna, can I sniff <laughs> it? Does it smell good? I'm really sorry. Can you roll me a constitution saving throw? Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. You have to be careful what you eat in the Feywild. I didn't eat it. Uh, 15. <laughs> okay. It, it's got this very sweet smell. And as it was kind of filling your head, it made you a bit lightheaded and went, oh, no. Okay, so don't sniff it. Just admire the glow. Gotcha. <laughs> Uh, but you head to this castle. Are you knocking on the door? Yes, sure. I'll knock on the door. You knock on the door, and the door creaks open as you put gentle pressure against it. And inside you see this grand ex- uh, interior with a large set of stairs heading upstairs. There are candelabras with red flame glowing. And the, you see bats. Ev- there's guano on the floor oh, everywhere. That's, nasty. <laughs> can that's I, lovely. Can I please really quickly, in the best way that I possibly can, draw a cute little, like, realistic-looking skull and a as best I can bat in my notebook and then rip out the page and put it in my pocket. Like right now. Yeah, just like as quickly as we like just as we're walking to like I guess maybe up the stairs or whatever, like I just want to be dr- like drawing a beautiful bat picture. <laughs> you can kind of start working on that. You're kind of in the back of the group like, "Ooh." <laughs> Looking up like, "Oh, look at you there, little buddy." Um, I have something to give him as a gift because we we're entering his home. Well, if the door's open, I suppose we can just head on in. As you head inside, the door shuts behind you and slams. Of course, yeah, yeah. Who dare enter my home? The door was unlocked. What a surprise, huh? <laughs> Hello, Nifion. Um, Would you care for a beautiful bat picture? I'm working on it right now. Or perhaps a dark poem for your invitation to the household? I am Nifion. I love a bat. Can you, can you draw... Can you draw Ber, Ber, Bertram up there? Bertram? Which one is he? Uh, and you kind of... It kind of looked like he was about to have a very dramatic... <laughs> kind of entrance and he kind of like pulls a curtain behind he's like give me a sec that's one Bertram right up there and it's this very like short uh like a lot of the fae are are quite tall this guy's kind of stout and he's these long fae ears he's quite pale very kind of long and gated nose that curves inwards a bit um and these very dramatic eyebrows (laughs) and he very much looks like like a cartoon version of Dracula (laughs) Oh, okay. yes. Such inspiration. I would love to draw him for you. He's my favorite. I love this aesthetic so much, just so you know. This is definitely the vibe. Ah, yes. This is my castle. Castle de Rock. 
Now you entered my home. How lo- how long do you need to draw Bertram? Uh, give me like, I don't know. Can I can I roll uh like a performance? Would that work for for drawing? Yeah, roll me a performance check. E's plus six. We're gonna do our best. Sixteen. Ooh. Yeah, you can spend like. 10 minutes doing it kind of rough sketch kind of getting it all in there right sir but like 10 minutes maybe maybe 15 would you like to sit on the couch oh yes how lovely i do my best work he kind of sits down and is like patting his his legs kind of looking at you sticks just waiting you want me to sit on your lap no, no, no! I just pat. I just. I like to pat my leg. No, no, no! What? That would be extremely inappropriate. That would be extremely inappropriate. You were patting your legs. I thought you, you were. Uh, never mind. I'm going to sit beside you. We didn't have this awkward moment. I just have moment. a funny little. I'm very sorry. I just have a little funny tune in my head. Oh, okay. Right. Yes, that's that. That would be more appropriate for you to be patting your own tune. I appreciate the tune. I will sit on the other side of the couch. Uh, I'm sorry if I made you uncomfortable. Just a little bit awkward. But <laughs> we're just going to pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> I'm going to keep drawing now. <laughs> Nifiana, uh, Mr. Nifion. Yes. Uh, this is a wonderful home you have here. You know, I was raised by a vampire. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Good for you. How's your coffin? Excuse me? <laughs> Is it comfortable? I do not I do not sleep in a coffin. Uh, well, what kind of vampire are you then? I'm not a vampire, I'm an archfey. Fred, you're being racist. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> How could you do this? I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to relate. I'm very sorry, Mr. Nifion. We're actually, we're here on business. Yes, well, you can wait for... What's your name? What's your... What the, the one drawing? Oh, yeah, I'm Styx. Oh, St- Pleasure to meet you. Oh, Why so did I go to... suddenly to a weird Italian... <laughs> Hispanic... <laughs> I don't know, but it's very nice to meet you as well. I'm very happy to be here. I was very excited. I heard you are weird, and I think that's just great. Who said I'm weird? <laughs> oh, everybody says you're weird. But you know what? <gasps> Me too. Oh, really? Yes. People don't like your bats too? No, unfortunately, I'm more of a skulls person and they really think mm. that's awkward. So I understand. Yes, yes. Well, to answer your question, boy, um, we're going to wait until sticks is done to discuss anything. Right, whatever. This just kind of goes back to patting his little legs, and he's like moved his hands to like the side of his thighs. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry <laughs> that I like totally I know, like, really did funny. not understand. When no, you, it was good. When you were like, oh, he's like patting his lap. I was like, what? What are you? T- I, I I know you're weird, <laughs> but like, what are we doing here? I know I had the exact same thought. I was like, okay, that went from zero to ten real fast. It really did. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I was patting my thighs. That's oh, why I said no. it. It was like do 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 do. Oh, it was a great no. awkward moment. I love it. <laughs> oh my god, because she had a little tune, so it was like ah yes, mannerisms. <laughs> It backfired well, because, heavily. Because if you were like, he was tapping his leg or something, like, that, I, I but you said yeah. lap, he was like, tapped his lap, and I was like, <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, okay. I didn't mean to do that. No, it's that. totally fine, it's totally, it was, it was really funny. I love that we had this. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm doing such a good drawing. I'm doing so much realism and making it beautiful. I'm doing shading. It's glorious. You even got his big honking nose. I did, right? Isn't it so perfect? Bertram, Bertram, come here. And this little bat comes, flies down and lands on his shoulder. Bertram, look. And he kind of comes and flies onto your shoulder sticks and looks down and sticks out his wing and kind of puts his little hand on the picture. I want to pet his little head. You pet his little head. I love bats. And then he, like, rips the page out and flies away. <laughs> Enjoy your picture, Bertram. No. Thank you, by the way. That was very generous of you. Thank oh, you. Of course. I will make this less hard on you. As you enter my home, you subject yourself to my... But the time that you spend here, you must earn your place in my home. And for that, snap, snap. You start to hear, ho, 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 ho. These giant bats start to fly out. And this also sort of, almost the size of a human, the largest bat in there, uh, almost kind of looks like if you wanted to think of, like, um, almost like a werebat if you wanted to picture it that way like this guy's just so huge that it's so hard to believe that it's just normally a bat um comes out and is flying and lands and the whole floor thuds and there are these two bats next to him fight my boys i need everyone to roll initiative heck yeah <laughs> oh no as soon as he said the he bat's said he's going to make it easier because I gave him a gift, so... Yeah. <laughs> as soon as oh, you were gosh. like, the bats came okay. out, I was like, that's it. She's making us fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you haven't fought in a really long yeah, time. Yeah, Since actually, though. The that's true. Combat. The monster. Um, I got a 14. I got a 17. I got an 18. Got 20, 22. Mm, 21. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, cool, cool. So, if. Let me, let me get this. Let me get this. So, Fred there. Then we have the Austin. What? I don't what? know. Uh, the Oko. I'm not going to. I should erase it because I'm going to say Austin when I look at it. Sorry, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got the what was the Rachel's? Eighteen. Eight. Oh, Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> you good, Ashley? This is Ashley's thinking brain. Okay. So, 
we head into combat, there are there is this big fucking monstrosity in front of you. Um, that is these giant fangs protruding from its face, long ears, it's quite hairy. Um, it's got these long, large claws that are just, it's almost like velociraptor looking claws. Um, it's just a big, gross thing, and it has these horns on it. Um, as well as you also see these giant bats. It's just like bats, but bigger. <laughs> So there's two of the giant bats, and there is one of this monstrosity of a, of a bat. Um, so Fred, you are up first. I turn to Nephion and I say, are, are you sure we can't just clean up the guano for you? In your place. Okay. Uh, in that case, I'm going to... Am I very close to these things? Um, you guys are sort of in this parlor room side of the foyer. Um, these creatures have landed in the foyer, so they're all by the candelabras and the stairs, etc. Um, you guys were just off very close, uh, in this sort of parlor room. So can I, like, back away a little bit without incurring any attacks of opportunity? You're not in their space yet. No one's in their melee range. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast ensnaring strike as a bonus action, uh, which means that the next time that I hit a creature with a weapon attack, it'll be hit by vines and have to do some stuff. But then, of course, I have to hit it with the, the weapon attack, so I'm going to attempt to shoot one of these bats with my bow. Cool, cool. Roll to hit. Ooh, that's an 11. Um, and it's just, to, like, one of the big bats. Yeah. Unfortunately, that does not hit. Alright, then I'm going to end my turn. <laughs> Alright, that is Fred's turn. Um, now with Ensnaring Strike, is it just you that hits, or can it be anyone? Uh, it's concentration, so it's the next time that I hit, but it does have to be me. Okay. Just to clarifying... Oh god, I just swallowed my pencil. <laughs> um, cool, cool. Okay, you are now up. Woohoo. Uh, I will approach and try and, like, gather the attention of all of them and uh, use a key point to do um, patient defense um, and then make... Uh, Make a quarterstaff strike on whichever one is in front of me. So are you attacking one of the giant bats or are you attacking the big bat? Uh, what's the biggest one? The big the monster big, one uh, with the claws. Yeah, I'll go for that one then. Okay, awesome. Um, kill, kill, kill. So... Make your attack. Unnatural 20. Um, that is going to hit. Cool, cool. And, uh, eight points of bludgeoning damage. Eight points, good to know. Big nice. Nice, nice. And, uh, that will be my turn. Awesome, awesome. Annabelle, you're up. Okay, cool. 
Is there a way that I could cast Entangle without catching Oko in it? You could probably put it behind okay. them if it's the, the radius. Yeah, thing. it's a um, 20 foot radius square. Yeah, Oko's only right in front of them, so you can definitely put it uh, just behind them so you can get them in there. Okay, so I cast Entangle. And uh, it's a 20-foot cube, and they're going to have to make a strength saving throw, and the DC is 13. Cool, 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 cool. And they'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, so I'll do the big guy first. Um, no, not the other two. No. Man! My new dice are failing me. Good. Good. <laughs> oh, I just bought them for winning. <laughs> um, Alright, so they fail. Okay, so all the creatures that have failed are restrained by plants and can use an action to make a strength check against the DC. Um, and the 20-foot square is now difficult terrain. Good to know. Alrighty. Is that your turn? Um, and then I'm gonna cast Shillelagh on my staff. Alrighty. Um, Ari, you're up. Oh gosh, okay. Um, how far away am I from these guys? Um, you can get in melee range. It's like... I would say about 20 feet away. Okay. Um, yeah. In that case, I'm going to... I'm going to go right up to... Um, I guess everybody's attacking the big guy, so I'm going to go after him. And I'm going to pull out my glaive and my shield, and I'm just going to, uh, to take a good swing at him. Roll the hit. Okay, so... So, ooh, okay, that is 17 plus 4, so that's 21. Okay. 21 will hit. Sweet, alright. And I am also going to um, throw in, hold on. I'm also going to throw in a uh, channel divinity with inspiring smite. <laughs> So, um, <clears throat> basically, uh, it allows me to temporarily distribute, or sorry, distribute temporary hit points uh, to creatures of my choice within 30 feet of me, uh, which can also include myself, which is fantastic. So, okay, so because, um, no, I guess you could get everyone. Okay. So first of all, uh, damage, because that is a thing. Yep. Okay, so d10. Uh, so that is seven damage. Seven damage. And then for the temporary hit points, I get two, two d8. So it's 7 and 6 is 13, 
plus four, so 17 points. So I guess it's going to be um, Styx and Oko will get uh, I'm just trying to think five temporary hit points each. Okay. Thank you. And and then uh, Annabelle is going to get what do I have left? Seven. So mm-hmm. four, and Fred will get three. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you yeah. very much. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so that's your turn. That is my turn. Yes. Sticks, you're up. I would like to stay seating on the couch. And I would like to cast Shatter to where it won't hit my friends. So it's a range of 60 feet, and then it goes, um, the affected area is 10 feet. So I want to try and hit as many of them as I can, but not hit my friends. Um, let me just look up the spell myself so I can see it. Sometimes it's a little easier when you can see it yourself. Indeed. I understand. Okay, I'm just going, just going to pull it up. Um, bip, 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 load players. Thank you. Indeed. A loud, powerful, uh, a loud, painful noise erupts from a point of your choosing within range. Each creature within a ten-foot radius sphere center on that point must make a constitution saving throw. Have damage on a successful save. 3d8 damage. 60 feet range. Tis radius. It is radius. So you could center it... Um, you can center it just behind um, the big guy and hit all three of Beautiful. them. Beautiful. I would love to do that. Constitution saving throw for all three of them. Great, great. And I am indeed... What's the DC? Uh, 13. And I am indeed Eight going to stay seated on the couch... And I'm going to yell despair as my painful eruptive noise. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The big guy saves. I'm going to use different dice. The the giant bats do not. Right, beautiful. 3d8. So that is 2, 8, 4. So... 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 damage, and 7 for the save. Okay, and then, and that, and then, what did you say was the overall damage? 14. 13. 13? Um, okay. Sorry, I just hit the math. Is that your turn? That is, and I'm just going to stay seated on the couch. I like it in here. <laughs> I feel very comfortable. Alrighty, it is now the big bite's turn. Um, only two of you have approached. Okay. What we are going to do is the big guy is very unhappy with Oko, because Oko, you would be right in front of him. Ari would have to be to the side. Um, so this 
I'm dealing with the giant bats, not the big guy. Um, right, so the little guys. One of the little guys is going to attack you, Ollie. Uh, sorry um, to interrupt. They are restrained. Oh. Yes, they have to make <laughs> strength checks to Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> sorry to, right. to ruin your combat encounter, Ashley. Not a problem. A uh, strength saving throw, actually. <laughs> right. right. Oh, no, check. Sure. Sorry, I'm reading the wrong thing. Uh, the giant bats do not succeed. Big guy does! Yeah! <laughs> it's not the bait. So, that's their turn. That's their turn? That's the monstrosity of a bat. I love that. Yeah. Does he have any bonus action? Does he have a... <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does All not. Alright, okay. That's my turn. You go ahead, Fred. Okay, I'm gonna shoot the big guy. The monstrosity of a bat who just escaped. Oh no, that is a nat one. <laughs> <laughs> can you roll... Um, can you roll another d20 for me? Um, yes. Give me one moment. D20. 14. Okay. If it was below 10, I would have done something mean, but you just missed. Ah, I, I just can't hit him today. Um. You like, you pinch your finger though. Like, you know, when it's like, you didn't have it lined up properly yeah. and it's like, you know, like first day of summer camp, you go to the archery and it's like, <laughs> oh, I didn't do that right. <laughs> All right. It's like that. And that is my turn because I don't have any useful bonus actions. Alrighty. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I thought you were saying okay, not okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. What? You do not lack? <laughs> I did! Uh, I'm going to make an attack with my quarterstaff against the, the, the big bad mother bubber. Okay. Kachui. 18. 18 will hit? Yay. And the, the, the damage. Uh, 8 bludgeoning. It bludgeoning. Yeah. Very good. I've been watching a lot of Shetland recently. Yeah. I've improved my accent. That's very yeah. good. I will spend a key point to do patient defense, so all uh, all attacks against me have disadvantage. And that's my turn. Right. What? That's that's not a problem at all. <laughs> <laughs> Annabelle, you're up. Okay. Um So first And yes. Okay. Cool. So we've got two giant bats and one huge monster bat at this point. And the yes. giant ones are restrained. So Yeah, I, I think I might just do this right away. Uh, I'm gonna cast Moonbeam. So it's five foot radius, 40 foot high cylinder. Um, 
it needs to make a constitution saving throw and beat my spell DC of 13. I just want to double check, is that concentration? Uh, oh, that is, never mind. Right, thank you. Because I cast Entangle, so I can't actually do that. Yes. And you said that they are 20 feet away, correct? From where you started, yes. Okay. I'll get within 10 feet of them, and then cast Poison Spray on the huge monster bat. And that'll be a okay. constitution saving throw of 13. Okie dokie. Please, dear God. Please, please, please. Ha! Shakes it off. Shakes it off, okay. And Is there any half damage? Uh, no, it's uh, sink or swim. Because it's a cantrip. Is that your turn? Um, I'll also cast Ice Knife at it, actually. So that, that'll that right. be a 17 to hit. 17 will hit. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Sorry, one second. I'm just pulling dice. And that's four points of damage. Ready, ready. And then, um, sorry, if if any of the other bats are within five feet of this bat, they have to make a dexterity saving throw, and the target has to make they're a dexterity on, saving throw. They're on either side of it. Okay. Uh, DC thirteen. Yes. And. If they're restrained still, wouldn't they automatically fail? Uh-huh. I'm pulling out a Nicholas Rubles lawyer moment. Um, the big guy saves. Okay. The other two don't. Alright. Oh, I got a six and a one. So that'll be seven points of cold damage to each of- to the two bats that failed. Right. <laughs> okay, is that your yes. turn? This is not a dog moment. Ari, <laughs> uh, it's your turn. Oh, okay. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take another another good swing at the the fucker in front of me. Cause, okay, because I can't. The big guy or the one of the smaller guys? The big guy. Okay. Okay, so that is, uh, 16. Uh, 16 will hit. Okay, and then... Uh, nine points of damage. Uh, uh, uh. Nine points of damage. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and then as a bonus action, I am going to cast Shield of Faith on Oko. Hey. Uh, so you have plus two to your AC. Hey, thank you. Mm-hmm. That's my turn. Sticks, go ahead. I would like to be sitting still cross-legged on the couch, getting really cozy and comfy, 
and I would like to cast Shatter again. Okay. So what was that, Constitution? It, uh, yes, Constitution. 13. Ha, 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 big guy, nat 20. They both save. Or sorry, the three of them save. Okay, just half damage. Twelve. So six damage each. <laughs> They're not out yet. <laughs> Close. Is uh is is Nephian still sitting next to me on the couch? Oh, he's sitting in his own chair. Like you're on the couch, he's got like a chair. Oh, like beside me? Oh yeah. okay, can I just lean over to him? You have such a lovely home. This is quite lovely. This is very nice. Thank you. I the interior you decorated it myself. Oh, you must get me your all of your like scrapbook things like your you know, inspiration board. I left it in the spare room, I'll bring it out after oh, if you survive my challenge. Oh well, you know, we're going to. So that sounds lovely. We can do some scrapbook. <laughs> um alright, it is now the bat's turn! It's the bat's turn! <laughs> um, and, but they have to get on there. Just below! Are you kidding me? Okay. That's fine. There's no restraint. That's whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Big guy, though. Big guy mad. Big guy very, very mad. Um, so this guy is going to hit both Oko and Ari. So right. he's gonna try and bite Oko and claw at Ari. He's got disadvantage against me. He's got disadvantage on me. Doesn't matter anyways. Um, or maybe it does. Is that a 16? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then we're just gonna claw at Ari. Uh-huh. <laughs> 19. Ah, oh, damn. Alright. Yeah, that hits. Alrighty, so you are going to take... You guys haven't taken any damage yet. I don't want any whining. <laughs> um, you are going to be taking 12 points of slashing damage. Oof. Alright, bet. <clears throat> Just right across your chest. Yeah, that hurts. <sighs> yeah. Uh, also, just because I feel like listeners are going to uh, notice this, Ari has to make a concentration check. Yes, you're right, I do. Um, okay, well, hopefully. Uh, that's an 18 plus uh, what, wisdom? So, yeah, I think that, I think I'm good. <laughs> I hate all of you. <laughs> Fred, it's your turn. All right. I, I look at my bow and I'm like, better work this time. And I, I take aim at the big guy again. And this time, uh, it's an 11. No. 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 <laughs> I, I, no soup for you. I scream. And that's my turn. <laughs> all right. Okay. Woohoo. Uh... Let's attack, like we do. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, 
is a 21 hit. Yes. Which one? Uh, big. Okay, yeah. 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 It's better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're Six so points of bludgeoning damage. Sorry, how much? Six yes. points of bludgeoning. Jeez. <laughs> oh Keep killing all my monsters! I think that's the point. Yeah, that's kind of the point. Are you trying? Do you want us to die? We have to take out. Yes, it's my job. We have to take out our teenage aggression somewhere, and we can't attack (laughs) the council. So, all right, is that your turn? Uh, and then uh, key point patient defense. All attacks against me have disadvantage. Okay, Annabelle. Okie dokie. Uh, first thing I'm gonna do is uh, poison spray again, so I need the giant bat to make a constitution saving throw and beat 13. <laughs> no. Okay. It takes 11 points of poison damage. Is it still standing? It's still standing. Okay, then I'm gonna hit it with Ice Knife. Hopefully. Or not. That's a nine to hit. No. Okay, so that's the end of my turn. Great. Digging out more dice. Where are my loaded ones? (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Dropping. Oh, that was a bad mistake. Grabbing everything. Okay. Boop. Alrighty. So that would now be Ari's turn. Alright, let's, uh, let's get another hit on him. Big guy. Oof. Um, that is a 14. Uh, 14 will not hit. Okay. That's unfortunate. Um, just as, like, a Hail Mary, can I, like, reach into my pocket and throw out the mushroom (laughs) and, like, throw it at him in the face? I... (laughs) I believe that would have to be an action. Okay, okay. following the rules. Alright, that's fine. (laughs) Which is better for me. <laughs> Not for long. This is why I have rules, you know? <laughs> Not for long. That's like an improvised attack. Um. <laughs> that's fair. That's okay. fair. Is that your turn? Yeah, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, six. I would like to cast Dissonant Whispers on the monstrosity of a bat. Which is... Yeah. Whisper to one creature of your choosing. Wisdom saving throw. And... On a failed save, it's half 3d6 damage. Okay, you, or you said, what was it? Um, it's a wisdom save. Wisdom. Don't fail me. Please do. Look at me. Look at me, d20. It is off to the jail bin with you. <laughs> I sure hope so. I, ho- I sure hope that you fail. You're going to the dice. I've corrupted all of your dice. 
I got an eight. Oh yeah, you totally did. Or no, a no, ten. I got a ten. Did. Nope. Okay, so ten, twelve points of psychic damage. Okay, he's still up. All right. Would you like a spot of tea, Neferin? It's it's nephew. Nephew. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I apologize profusely. Would you like to order a spot of tea? I feel like this is just a tea moment. Well, you're, you're sort of in like the middle of my challenge. Yes, but that does quite work up a thirst, don't you think? I can get a- afterwards. All right, fine. We'll have some tea and lemon. Ooh, I like lemon. Yes, and honey. Yes, and a little bit of honey. Just to keep it sweet. Yeah. Keep it, keep it classy. Keep it sweet. Yes. <laughs> is that your turn? Yes, it is. I really like him. Okay, here's the other 20. Look at me. Remember when I gave you to someone so you wouldn't fuck up? It's now your time to do it for me. Reward my generosity at the table. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> Ashley, we invited you into our home under the guise of friendship, and we cursed your dice. You cursed my dice! (laughs) Whatever. Thank you. The bats are stuck still. Okay. It's a big guy now, um, and he's seeing these two useless creatures next to him, and he is going to let out this awful screech to let's see what is what is the range um right it is going to get everyone so far um great this is wonderful so i'm going to need everyone to make a constitution saving throw Oh boy, here we go. Of course, now I won't. Oh, okay. 16. 16. Also 16. Uh, Oh, wow. 15. 15. Did we all pass? And my bats failed. Oh, no. Oh, no. Friendly fire. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, my God. Is it half? Please tell me half. It's half! We at least get to do half. Okay, that's really funny. Look at me. Look at me. Okay. Do we take half damage? Oh, I have all these really cute ice cream dice. D6 is what I bet on. This is... Uh, so that is going to be, um, seven points of damage to all of you, so as this giant Oof. bat lets out a horrendous scream, um, right. rumbling the floor in its wake, pushing you back, um, and you all are, or uh, no, you are not pushed back. Actually, these guys next to it are flung backwards. They are so dead. <laughs> oh, oh no. Oh, I totally forgot part of Dissonant Whispers is that the bat had to be flung as far away from me as it possibly could move. That is not how Dissonant Whispers 
Well, it has to it has to run away from me as far as it can. Like it has to use its complete movement away from me. Uh, no, it just can't approach you, I believe. No, it has to run away. It's, I'm pretty. Yeah, sure. it has to run away from me. Oh, you didn't tell me that. Before. I'm sorry. I totally forgot to. I totally forgot to mention it. Well, it's just for next time because we're already we're we're fine. We're fine. Here's the thing. In these situations, I would let it slide so you guys didn't get hurt. Do, but do we want to let Ashley have fun? But you also I'm, just killed yeah, two of your own monsters. Yeah, so I like, mean, I'm okay. <laughs> I took I, literally two hit points down because of the five extra that I got from. Yeah, that. Like, yeah, I'm I fine. took like four points of damage. Yeah. Uh, hang on, I have to roll my con save for my concentration. Um, never mind, that's yes. a pass. That's a pass. I'm good. I actually have to do the same thing. I mean, yeah. Let's see. Yes. It doesn't matter, they're dead. You're constantly. Oh, that was a natural oh, 20. I, I love that. I, I love that I saved on a concentration spell that is currently doing nothing. Oh, no, same, same. Because <laughs> my concentration is to keep up this spell that only procs when I hit an attack, which I haven't done in three turns. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my world. Ari, did you. <laughs> Save yes, up. I did roll. Okay. I, I did roll, and I got a 16 plus 2, so 18. I hate everything. I just want to make sure I have that 19 AC still. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's real nice, isn't it? And it's so nice, with disadvantage on all attacks against me. Ah. <laughs> I'm Hannibal. I'm a blur. Um, at this rate, we could just attack the council. The dice might still be I in our favor. So true. I'm gonna say that the creature couldn't physically move totally away. We'll say that it fl it flew up a bit and then screamed out. Okay. Um, because it, it is large. It is a big boy. Yes. So there wasn't enough space. He didn't want to knock over the candelabras. They're expensive. Oh, I totally um, understand. Very valid. <laughs> Um, you know, it's frightened, but it still cares about the candelabras. Yeah, <laughs> as it should. Are you kidding? Those are expensive. Hey, it doesn't want to set fire Fred. to its fur. Yes. Is it my turn? Fred, it's your turn. I'm going to hit this. It's going to happen. I'm going to hit it. <gasps> 17 to hit. You. 17. Yeah. Yes! Go ahead. Okay. Um, so that, um, <laughs> the longbow attack is 1d8 plus 4, so that's 9 damage. Um, oh. As a... Fey Wanderer, my dreadful strikes means I just get to once per turn deal an extra 1d4 psychic damage. Uh, so that's yeah. 9 plus 3 is 12. And then because of ensnaring strike now, um, this creature takes another 3 damage. So that's 9 plus 6, which is 15 damage overall. And now it must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained. Because it's large, it has advantage. And it's beating 13. It doesn't need to do it's that. It's dead. Oh. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Finally, I hit it. You overkilled it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you couldn't hit anything. And then once you did, you just decimated it. <laughs> yeah. I was building up my power. It's like the Super Saiyan. It took Definitely. you five episodes to just build it up. 
Exactly. I was <laughs> I was purposely missing shots, and then I finally got one. Uh, my dice are gonna. My dice and I are gonna go to therapy. Um, <laughs> that was beautiful combat. Sorry, Ashley. Out of combat. Ne- some bats are bringing tea over. <gasps> Thank you so much. Oh, Bertram, so kind. Ari, Ari's just gonna <laughs> sit down right where where they're sit- standing and just take a moment. <laughs> was that really necessary? Of course. And uh, it'll be fine, by the way. And and you look over and Ari, as you're sitting there, and Oko, you're also over there. There's these little bats with, like, the little nurse's cap on it. The little, like, cross. <gasps> oh, and no. And they're, like, bandaging. Oh, <laughs> that is so, so cute. cute. Well, they're going to be fine. That was a lovely trial. So, so fun. You did really good. Thank you. I also loved chatting during. It was quite nice. This was a good time. This is uh, lemon ginger and we have some honey to put in. <gasps> Sounds fantastic. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. So good. Now, may we speak about the matter that we came here to discuss? Yes, of course. My name is Riss. I'm the Prince of Air and Darkness, and I'm here on behalf of my mother, the Queen of Air and Darkness, to request your aid. In? In helping her bring about mass destruction. Ooh. Seems as though it piques your interest. Yes. Wonderful. Can she count on you then? What do I get in return? Um, well, do you need someone to clean up this bat guano? No. Uh, Okay. Um. Wonderful. We're keeping the bat guano, of course, naturally. If. Um. If. Naturally. If you worked with the Queen of Air and Darkness, you could meet somebody else that creates monsters as a huh? hobby. <gasps> they're they're a friend of mine. I um I call them Gladius. <gasps> they they make monsters. Uh, they're the mother of all monsters. If you wanted in exchange for your help, I could actually get him to inhabit my body and you two could speak for a while well well here's the thing i I love that but you know penelope and kind of gestures to the giant (laughs) (laughs) oh bat penelope's been very lonely lately and i just want penelope to have love do you think you can ask your friend to make penelope a lover yeah, um, if, if you want, uh, yeah, we could, we could probably do that. Uh, does Penelope like anything in particular? Um, looking for anything in another bat? Penelope, when you're ready. <laughs> Penelope kind of wanders on over, looks at all you guys, like, 
was good tries. <laughs> kind of sits down and all the furniture kind of raises off the ground for a bit and slaps back down. Um, <laughs> and it just kind of gestures and like, it is kind of like, how do I, how do I bat gesture? Just like kind of gesturing, like kind of gestures at its wings and then kind of puts its hand further by the wings. Okay. Just like, like kind of gesturing like longer, like long. Um, actually thinking about it, would speak with animals work on Penelope or would Penelope not be counted? Uh, Penelope's a monstrosity. Okay, okay. I, <laughs> I thought I'd try. I was gonna throw it out there. I, I didn't think it was gonna go anywhere, but... Um, okay, so uh, tall, long arms. Um... Ah, ah, ah. kind of gesturing at the wings. Oh, the winged wings. Uh, uh, a bat as well. Long. <laughs> A long-armed bat. Right. Uh, they when... Hmm? Sorry, I was... Tall, dark, and ugly, really, is, is what she's looking for. It kind of clicks, like... I can't do it. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, um, I could... I could definitely... Talk to Gladius and... He he's done apparently orders before. I don't know if you know of the uh, Minotaur, of some maze, something or the other. But um, he he did the work for that, so he he has a good reputation and an extensive portfolio. So I'm sure we can <laughs> we can find someone lovely for you, Penelope. Big ol' thumbs up. <laughs> she deserves it. <laughs> yes, once you bring Penelope a lover, I will be here. Okay. I could probably do that today. Shouldn't take uh, that long. Yeah. Uh, listen, do you, um... Gladius usually builds things with different items, like, uh sticks and leaves and uh, other things. Is, is there anything bat-related, little bit of fur that they maybe shed or something that I could bring with me to make sure they're... I, I bend down and I pull out a vial from my belt and I scoop up some of the guano and I turn to Annabelle <laughs> and I say, will this do? Um, that, that might be a good start, but we want to pick something that isn't poo. I don't want to make Penelope a, a poo pile lover. <laughs> Fine. Like, Keep that, though. You never know. Potions. <laughs> yeah, I, I cork the vial anyway and, and put it back in my pouch. <laughs> um, Nephian sort of turns to you. One moment and flies away and kind of into the in, <laughs> into the spire. He comes back down with like a shoebox and he opens it up and is like, this is the thing from a that long ago, very lovely guy, his name was uh, Berard. <laughs> um, this is the first little clump of shedding hair um, from uh, what's from Steve. Um, <laughs> then, the, and starts pulling out all these little like, <laughs> just these little like pet 
sort of trinkets and saves that he's kept. Um, and he hands them over uh, to you. Thank you so much. I'm sure that we will be able to to make a, a, a wonderful creature for Penelope with all of these beautiful and sentimental gifts. And Gladius always talks about how love is the most important ingredient. And there's obviously lots of love in this box, so... They'll be wonderful. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. And Penelope sort of turns and, and does like the little okay uh, hand symbol and does the, Amantio, make the sound. <laughs> yeah, it's that. <laughs> well, um, I guess we should get headed off if we're going to make the uh, the perfect match for Penelope here. Alright, you guys head out. Um, Are you returning straight back to Thetis? Time is of the essence. I feel like we should. That it is. Yes. I did the click sound and my cat's now going crazy like, did you call me? Meow, meow, meow. (laughs) (laughs) Was that for me? (laughs) No, it was for Penelope. Is Penelope. <laughs> All right, you head back to Thetis. You head back to the council. Um, it is sort of the day is pretty much ending, but you do get to the council. Um, are you going to go to the council first, or are you going to go to bed first? Let's just do the council, I think, and then uh, we can just get it done. Hey. Yeah, yeah, and and he'll need time to build the perfect bat. So yeah. <laughs> um. So, I mean, if we give him, like, some time now to prepare and then, like, the items and stuff, then maybe in the morning we're close to. Alrighty. Uh, you head to the cave, and Morgana's kind of hanging out there. She's got, like, a wine glass that she's just sort of circling the top of very boredly. <laughs> oh, oh, champions! Welcome back! <laughs> Hi, Hello. Morgana. Uh, is Gladius adventure. is Gladius here? Yeah, Gladius is just in his chambers. You don't want to hang out with uh, me? I at this point, I'd be interested in hanging out with you. I just need to go make a bat lover for a wear bat. Um, and and Annabelle kind of pulls this pained expression of like (laughs) what am I doing like what has my life become (laughs) Um, so you're welcome to join but honestly like do you want to trade places uh sticks (laughs) have you brought some nail polish grape juice perhaps I always have those things Morgana I'm always prepared she immediately takes her wine glass, dumps whatever's inside, and puts it down. <laughs> I take out one of the juice boxes and I poke the hole in the top and just squeeze it into her wine glass. <laughs> oh, great! This is wonderful. Do you guys want to join in? Uh, I- I'd love to. And I-, I take out the vial of guano and I-, I give it to Annabelle and I say, "Don't forget this." Right. And then I turn back to Morgana and I turn into Merlin. And I sit down. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Morgana. <laughs> oh, boy. Morgana, I have something special for you to sample today. 
They're called squishers. Now they have a delicious fruit substance inside. When you chew, it explodes with flavor. Are you ready for this? Uh, uh sure, yeah. They're yes. so good. Just well, get to enjoy the squisher. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thing now. Is like off-brand product placement. <laughs> You're lucky my dice aren't rolling well. <laughs> oh, no. Why? What were you going to do to me? <laughs> no, no, to no, me. No, not Stitch. Oh. <laughs> to Fred. She puts out her hand. Well, give, give the lady the squisher. Oh, yes. Here's your squisher. Uh, and she puts it in her mouth and her eyes like light up. Like, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Anyone else joining Annabelle? I'll go with Annabelle. Cool. I was going to say, anybody? Anybody at all? (laughs) Awesome. So you head over to the chamber doors of the council. Um, Just really quick. I'm just quickly looking at something. Sorry. Okay. And so I need... As you kind of approach the door... Annabelle, you would hear this, Ari, not very perceptive to it, but Annabelle, you hear that Gladius is speaking inside his room. Hmm. Is it is it, like, actual speaking, or is it, like, oh, good boy, yes, you are, to, like, the hot dog creature? <laughs> <laughs> um, you can roll a perception check. Sure. Let's do some spying. Okay, 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 mm-hmm. okay. We all know you're good at that. Mm-hmm. 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 So salty. So salty, Ashley. Um, <laughs> let's see. Sorry, my my sheet closed out on me, so it's just reloading right now. Uh, your perception is plus four. Thank you. Uh, unfortunately, that's an eight. Um... Ari, can you roll me a perception check? Because <laughs> well, okay. at this point, I shall. I I'd probably like creep up to the door. Like I'm sure that Ari w- would catch on that I'm obviously trying to listen. I'm I'm gonna see if Car if Ari catches on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is nineteen. You definitely catch on that Annabelle's trying to to listen in, and you kind of listen in yourself, and and Ari, you hear. Um, Listen, it's... They're just kids. They're just... I mean, they're gonna get there eventually. You just gotta be patient, sister. No, they're... Listen, I'm really trying here. They're good kids. You just... Yeah, yes, they're good. Yes, okay. We'll get there. You just gotta wait. I'm just gonna look at Annabelle and just kind of mouth the word sister to her. I'll just kind of hang my head and I'll I'll try to give it another minute or two. Because even, like, even if I can't make out the words, like, I'll be able to hear when he wraps up, right? Like, when he stops talking. Yeah. So I'll maybe... Uh, he's kind of... Oh, sorry. Uh, go ahead. No, no, you go uh, I was going to say maybe I'd wait a couple minutes to try and, like, 
I'm not hearing much, but I'm kind of hoping maybe Ari can hear <laughs> something and, like, wait it out. All right. Um, Ari, you're kind of listening for a bit longer, because uh, the 19's great. I'm gonna, I mean, that's a good role. Uh, you kind of hear sort of along the lines of, sister, your plan is working, they're good kids, they're going to follow in line, don't worry, sister, everything will work out well, you will have what you want. Okay. And that's kind of where it ends, and you go, I love you, bye! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um... I'm just gonna look at Annabelle and just kind of shrug. Just say, sounds like he's standing up for us to his sister. Um, But apparently there's something in it for her. Yeah. Um, I I can talk to you about it later. Let's just let's just get this over with. It's hard enough as it is. Can I ask a question really quickly? And what would that question be? Did we did we get a name for Gladian's sister? No, you have no name. I have pressed, and Gladius has. We have no description. I just got such a foreboding feeling that it is Edmina. Like I just got like a <laughs> like a a feeling. And I had to share. So if I'm right and mm. Ashley, you just shat yourself. Um, I I just need you to be aware that that's my feeling. And if it comes up at the end, I'm going to be like, yeah, okay, well. <laughs> we'll have to see. Alrighty. So you knock on the door? Yes. You little rap, rap, rap. <laughs> um, and he, oh, one second. And the door opens. Annabelle! Oh, Ari, too, come on in. Hey, Gladius. Um, oh, I I have a weird favor to ask you. I don't know, maybe maybe I can help you with something. But we're busy doing um, more work for Fred's ch- uh, council member. And one of the people that we're trying to convince wants us to make... He, he has this, like, werebat, and it's, like, really big, like, really big, and smelly, and has lots of teeth, and apparently their name is Penelope, and she's very lonely, and they want to hire you to make a bat lover for them, and Penelope wants them to be tall, dark, and ugly, and here's a shoebox and some poop of bat things can you help me please and i kind of just like shove it all out in front of me (laughs) kind of takes it from you oh from your description it sounds definitely like a nightwing i could certainly work that one up um you said they wanted to commission me like pay me well it's more like a, a deal of they help us if you help them sort of but I, I really mm. upsold them to you. I was telling them about how you've done a lot of work and you have a large portfolio. So th- they don't want to pay you. But maybe if people, like if word got around in the Feywild that you did like really good work, then more people would hire you. Listen, Annabelle, 
I'm going to tell you something that you're going to need in life. If someone comes to you and says, do artwork for me for free because <laughs> it'll give you a good reputation, never take it. Never take it. You are worth more than that. Okay. So they're not going to pay you. So what can I do for you to make it an equal exchange? Because I don't have a lot of pocket money. Listen, Annabelle, I adore you. You're great, alright? I'll do it for you. But I want you to tell this guy that uh, you paid me, like, a lot of money. Okay. I, I, will, I will tell him that I covered the, the commission fee for him and here is his Nightwing bat for Penelope. Alright, I'll, I'll get on it right away. Thank you, Gladius. Alright, take care. I think I can get it done in the morning. Okay, uh, I, I can bring you snacks or something next time. Do you want anything in particular? Oh, uh, no, it's alright. I have a hard time eating already. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, thank you. And I'll kind of just- yeah, Right, take care now. I'll just sort of shuffle out. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you close the door behind kinda, you. I was just gonna say, I was just gonna, like, wave and, and follow after Annabelle. <laughs> Alright, so you two leave Gladius. Um, is there anything else anyone's wanting to do in the cave before we leave? No. Yeah, I don't think so. No. Alright. Enjoy your grape juice, Morgana. Please go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you next time, Morgana. I'll c- I promise I'll come visit you more often. We've just been all traversing the nine realms of the universe, trying to get everything ready for the apocalypse. It's been a little busy. Oh, yeah. no worries, Sticks. You can you'd always come by if you have any free time. Oh, yes, of course. Yes, yes. We'll see you again soon, Morgana. Ah. <laughs> 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 all right, um... So you guys leave, um, and, <laughs> right, so you guys leave, you go home, you go to bed, uh, do you all meet up at the cave in the morning? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. And there you have a really ugly, uh, Penelope-looking-esque creature, um, and, uh, <laughs> Gladius turns to all of you, I named her Sangria. <gasps> Sangria! I adore that. Yeah. I I think that's a lovely name. Alright. We'll get you to your bat girlfriend, Sangria. (laughs) Are you coming with us, Gladius? No, 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 no. You sure you went like a little stroll through the Feywild? No. I don't like your I don't like the Queen of Air and Darkness. Oh, I'll be sure not to tell her that. She's kind of a bitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be smiling. Oh my goodness, Gladius. She's mean. Listen, I give a lot of faith to a lot of people, but not that woman. There's, there's lines, even for very open-minded people like Gladius. Yeah, like, I, I have some, you know, self-worth as well. As you should. Um, so I'm gonna have to say no. 
Well, I I will make sure that Sangria gets to Penelope safely. And of course, you can ride her there. <gasps> can we? Will we all fit? She's big enough. Oh, for all of us. I. It's a large creature. I am totally for cool. it. I am like. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna kind of jump up and down a little bit, and be like, "Oh, oh, uh, really? That's that's so cool. Yeah, maybe maybe we should try that out, guys." I'm trying. So yes, we should. <laughs> trying oh so my hard. gosh, Nephion is going to be, oh ne- Nephion is going to be so excited that we're riding <laughs> in on a bat. You guys head on to the bat. You get through the portal door, and you head to Castle Durak. So we are we are riding Sangria through the unsealed court, like yes. through the palace and everything. Perfect. And you oh, can see chaos. a lot of these like Twilight Aladdin. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to be watch like, out for Guano. <laughs> I'm just imagining like, oh boy, the amount of chaos that that would cause. I have to, Your Majesty. Your Majesty. <laughs> I have to say this is terrible to say, but Nightwings would be like the best weapons. We could fly on top of them, and if you have fire magic, you just light their poop, and then... (gasps) Oh my god! (laughs) Firebomb. Yeah, firebomb things. I love that. We should do this. Alright. By the way, I just want to clarify, Fred, where did you stay the night? Probably in the Unseelie Court. Okay, just double check. Um, <laughs> so you head to Castle Durak. You head through the doors. Nephion's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. <laughs> Her name's Sangria. Penelope. <laughs> Penelope, like, very shyly approaches Sangria, and Sangria's a little shy as well. But they kind of hit it off. They're, like, rubbing their faces next to each other. It's very cute. This is what you can tell the Queen of Air and Darkness that Nephion is here. We will. We'll, we'll let her know. Happy to be of service. Yes. No, I fly away and he just <laughs> flies off. <laughs> Let's plan our scrapbooking day sometime. Let me know when you're free. <laughs> I will. I'll send you a message through the fire flame network thing i don't know i think that's a thing you have a beautiful Do you fire like chocolate covered pretzels i will i'll send you some thank you <laughs> all right where are you guys going to now i feel it's best we tell the queen of air and darkness that our job's done yes all right you head yeah, to the definitely. queen you queen you head to the queen of air and darkness and you tell her the news and she has this big delightful grin on her face oh Riss you are quite wonderful in what you do and kind of gives you a little kiss on the forehead alright let us go get the next council member and you head to the material plane your mother steps outside the door Ooh, for the first time well the first time that I've seen Mm Hmm. and you take her to the cave or the other council members, Morgana's, like, trying to act it all up. <laughs> She's like, I'm big too, I'm big too. And Gladys is just kind of, like, standing off, like, I don't like you. <laughs> Am I standing behind the Queen of Air and Darkness? You can be. Okay. Can Morgana see me? 
Yes. I'm gonna turn into Merlin, oh, wink, God. and then turn back. She's really <laughs> holding it together. I love how you uh, really turned oh into like gosh. a fae, like trickster. <laughs> like it's really yeah. fun character development. <laughs> um, you give someone an ability like that. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> so you head over to sort of this place that you've gone to before where the floor rises and these council members stick their staffs in and turn and the next door opens. Is anyone going to look? Yeah, yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I need everyone to roll me yeah. a perception check. Ooh. Okay. Is it dork? Is it dork? Oh, gosh. Seven. Damn, ter- oh, not one six. I am <laughs> just like my. I haven't gotten a, a a haircut in a while, so my fur is just like <laughs> covering my eyes. Fifteen. I, what about everyone else? I got but a simple nine. I got a fifteen. I got a ten. Oh, at least so, Annabelle did well. Annabelle, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's trying to look down this. Uh, sort of opening and you're the only one that can really tell everyone else is kind of like is it just dark but you can just tell this is just a tunnel and it goes on and on and on and you don't see an end and that's where we're gonna end the episode